Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. As their trial approaches, the conversation around the parents of the Oxford shooter is intensifying. I have said from the beginning, we do not prosecute people for being bad parents in the context of how they raise their children other than them beating their children. Are James and Jennifer Crumbly responsible for the death of four Oakland County High School students? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. As we approach the two-year anniversary of the Oxford High School shooting, the legal process continues to play out with some significant developments over the last several days. The first development comes from the case against Ethan Crumbly, happened on Friday. Ethan is the confessed shooter who, on November 30th, 2021, shot and killed classmates Madison Baldwin, Justin Schilling, Tate Meir, and Hannah St. Juliana. Seven others were shot that day. Here is WWJ legal analyst Charlie Langton. The Oxford High School shooter Ethan Crumley now can get life in prison without parole, despite the fact that he's a minor. Judge Kwame Rowe, the Oakland County Circuit Court judge, ruled that the prosecutor met the burden. So now, at the time of sentencing, there is an option where Ethan Crumley can get life in prison. And the judge used a number of factors. The judge said that Ethan Crumley was mature, that although his family life was not good, they never beat him, there was no abuse. And the facts of the crime were horrendous. He didn't even go into those factors. And the other thing, as far as rehabilitation, which would have been a mitigating factor, the judge said rehabilitation was slim, that Ethan Crumley actually had four violations in the short time that he was in the jail awaiting sentencing. Ethan will be sentenced in December. Charlie mentioned Ethan's parents, James and Jennifer Crumbly. This morning, the Michigan Supreme Court refused to hear the Crumbly's appeal to avoid going to trial. Remember, they too have been charged in this case. Here is Oakland County Prosecutor Karen McDonald on December 3rd of 21, just days after the shooting. The family, friends, and loved ones of Hannah St. Juliana, Madison Baldwin, Tate Murr, and Justin Schilling, and the other victims have had their lives shattered. While the shooter was the one who entered the high school and pulled the trigger, there are other individuals who contributed to the events on November 30th, and it's my intention to hold them accountable as well. Based on the information and evidence I have received, today I am announcing charges against the shooter's parents, Jennifer and James Crumbly. The charges are as follows. James Crumbly is charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter. Jennifer Crumbly is also charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter. James and Jennifer Crumbly both came into the national spotlight immediately after the shooting. The home life of Ethan was immediately examined. 
Karen, the prosecutor, says the evidence is overwhelming. I am by no means saying that an active shooter situation should always result in a criminal prosecution against parents. But the facts of this case are so egregious. Reading the words, help me, with a gun, blood everywhere, the notion that a parent could read those words and also know that their son had access to a deadly weapon that they gave him is unconscionable. And I think it's criminal. It is criminal. Clearly, based on the statements of the shooter, the statements of mom, that was his gun. We have the searching of ammunition. We have mom saying, at least you didn't get caught. We have the next morning drawing explicitly what he was about to do. I expect parents and everyone to step in and stop a potential tragedy. How common is this for the parents of a high school shooter to be prosecuted? I put that question to Jeff Swartz. Jeff has spent time as a prosecutor, defense attorney, and a judge. These days, he is a professor at Cooley Law School. The best thing you could look at is what happened at Sandy Hook. That particular young man took a gun from his parents' home and took it to an elementary school and shot a bunch of children. That particular young man was charged, but his parents were never charged mainly because Connecticut, like Michigan at the time of this event, did not have a law that required people to what we would refer to as properly store and secure their firearms. And that is the theory of the prosecution in this case, that they were negligent by not securing the gun properly, leaving it available for their son. I opined at the time that this is not a basis for involuntary manslaughter in the state of Michigan. So Jeff believes the threshold to charge James and Jennifer Crumbly with involuntary manslaughter has not been met. Because I am not a lawyer, I don't know what the definition is. But Jeff does. Involuntary manslaughter is killings that are accidental in nature. The definition of involuntary manslaughter is pretty precise. You have to have a victim that dies as a result of the person being charged, their particular actions. The actions have to be egregiously negligent or intended to cause harm, something short of death. There has to be no legal justification for the taking of the victim's life. Everything in that definition tells you that the act of killing has to be done by the person who was charged. And that did not happen here. It requires an act by someone, and these two people committed no act. They're being charged as their failure to act, and that's why I don't think it applies. And if we go back to Karen McDonald's press conference, she does talk about what the Crumbleys failed to do when it comes to their son. Both James and Jennifer Crumbly failed to ask their son if he had his gun with him or where his gun was located and failed to inspect his backpack for the presence of the gun, which he had with him. James and Jennifer Crumbly resisted the idea of their son leaving the school at that time. Instead, James and Jennifer Crumbly left the high school without their son. He was returned to the classroom. Further investigation revealed that the six-hour nine-millimeter handgun purchased by James Crumbly was stored unlocked in a drawer in James and Jennifer's bedroom. The gun recovered from the shooter at the school after the shooting was the same gun that was purchased by his father 
James Crumbly. Jeff told me that he thinks Karen McDonald is trying to create policy through litigation. There was no safe storage law for guns here in Michigan at the time of the shooting, but there is now. I don't think anybody is defending the parenting of James and Jennifer Crumbly. Jeff said he wasn't, but he also points out that being a bad parent isn't necessarily a crime. I have said from the beginning, we do not prosecute people for being bad parents in the context of how they raise their children other than them beating their children. We don't hold parents responsible for the mischievous damage that they may do to someone's home as a prank, even though it be criminal. We don't hold them responsible for acts that they commit when they drive a car. Yet for some reason or another, in this instance, we're trying to hold parents responsible for failing to do something that they weren't required to do. I understand that this is a message sender and this is an attempt by a prosecutor to look tough on guns, but we don't reach out and make public policy by charging someone with a crime and asking for something to be created to make that crime exist. So how does this all end? Karen thinks it will be with a conviction, clearly, though she has acknowledged that this will be a tough case to prove. And you know what? I actually found a spot where Jeff and Karen agree. Jeff also thinks it will end in conviction. But there's a twist. All the defense needs is one juror to really understand this. But let's just face reality. There's like little hope of that happening. They're going to be in prison for a certain amount of time until finally the Michigan Supreme Court brings sanity back to this result. So you think it'll end up being vacated? I honestly believe that the Michigan Supreme Court, if it is intellectually honest, if it is applying the law the way it should be applied, will reverse a conviction. I may be wrong, but I don't think so. Problem is they have no appeal to the Supreme Court of the United States because there is no federal question here. There is one question that I still have. Was it a crime for James Crumbly to buy a gun for Ethan? Jeff talks about what the Crumblies did not do, but they did buy that gun. That said, nobody has been charged with a gun crime here. This whole case against the Crumblies is really confusing. Prosecutor McDonald is steadfast in her case. So is Professor Swartz in his opposition. But now, there's really only 12 people that matter. It is the 12 that'll take their seats in the juror's box in the Oakland County Circuit Court when this trial begins. Today's big thanks go out to WWJ legal analyst Charlie Langton and Professor Jeff Swartz. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want the Daily J delivered right to you? All you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark and this is the Daily J. Thanks for listening.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.